I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I am Officer AJ Smith, your Crime Stoppers coordinator for all of McLennan County. That's right, and I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer for the Waco Police Department. And we are here on this episode to bring on one of our detectives to talk a little bit about his life outside the department. We have Detective Paul Hacker here with us. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And so before we get into uh, the, the excitement your life is outside of, you know, police work, um, talk a bit about your journey here at Waco PD. How, when did you get started and kind of how did you get to the place you are now? In 2000, I applied for several agencies across the state of Texas. Um, I was um, my inter of duty for the United States Army. And uh, since I was a military police officer, I kind of felt comfortable working in the career field of law enforcement. Uh, so uh, Waco was like the first kind of family atmosphere, you know, kind of a team uh, a team unit. So I really fell in love with Waco. And um, they're the first ones who said, hey, you want a position? I said, sure, let's do it. <laughs> that easy. That easy. <laughs> well, of course, I had to go through a testing process. Uh, and, the, and the competition there was um, like the 150-some-odd people. Wow. So, but it was fun. And... Um, I've enjoyed it ever since. Very good. And so what department do you work in now at the... Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I was on midnight for about four and a half years, and then I um, I tested for SWAT, and I was with SWAT for quite a while, and then um, I tested for detectives, CID, NSS. Uh, and I've been there ever since. I enjoy it. I like the, um, you know, the camaraderie involved in it, and everybody's got a little mission goal that's kind of a, the same. Uh, so it, it fits right up. The, it's almost like the military. It fits right up there in that little alley. I just feel like it's a huge missed opportunity with your last name that you're not in, like, the computer forensics unit, you know? Yeah, I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I just say, hey, you know, hacker, I'm blessed with that name, hey, computer hacker. Sometimes my <laughs> yeah. phone calls, what's your last name? I'll say computer hacker. <laughs> okay, but. That's good. Yes. Well, so why did you, you know, want to work for law enforcement in the first place? What kind of drew you to that? I think it was um, when I joined the military, I was a friend of mine was a uh, airborne ranger, infantry ranger, and uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield was about to start in the 90s. And he kind of uh, he came back and gave me a pitch when he was on leave. And I said, you know what? I want to become an airborne ranger too. Boom. I was happy. I was, I was excited. Uh, come to find out, I got to MEPS and this, uh, this uh, suave, uh, I guess, recruiter with a little bit of swagger convinced me with his pitch to become a military police officer. I like... At first, I frowned on it, but then he showed me the videos, and he, and of course, he said, "Here, fifteen hundred dollars. You got it. Let's go." In nineteen eighties, <laughs> that was that was a decent amount of money. Okay, so right, yeah. uh, in the late eighties, but anyways, uh, I would say the recruiter at MEPS convinced me to go from airborne infantry to law enforcement, uh, military police. And once I started working military police, I fell in love with it. Oh, and then, awesome. uh, you know, after nine years, it was it was long, a lot of journey, a lot of uh, world traveling, a lot of uh, deployments and uh, you know, there you go. I kinda, Very good. He's the one that really kind of got me hooked on it. I don't know who he is. <laughs> just, just that one guy at Maps. <laughs> That's perfect. Altered the course of your. That's future. exactly right. <laughs> well, I'm sure in your in your time as a law enforcement officer, you've learned the importance of disconnecting from work. It's it's probably yes. hard at sometimes, is it not? 
Yes, it, it's uh, difficult because, um, you know, I guess the best way I've, I've talked to people about it who had interest in becoming a uh, police officer or peace officer in the state of Texas is that really you got to have a little bit of tolerance, understanding the uh, human behavior, and sometimes the understanding why people do the things they do. And if you can understand that and uh, have a little bit of compassion and show some tolerance, uh, this job's for you. Uh, if you if you go in and so because you can really become cynical if if you really tie yourself real tight to the law enforcement itself the field you can you can become very cynical and judgmental and that, so to to alleviate that you have a little coping mechanism uh, that's not me making those siren sounds <laughs> but the the uh, I I do humanity I I dabble in the humanities so I'm in a rock band that we created in two thousand eight nine. We don't play as much anymore, but at one time we were touring 6th Street in Austin and, and up there at the um, Dallas and Fort Worth area. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of alternative rock. It's fun, but we, I dabble in humanities. So at, at maybe four or five years after that, I said, you know what? I read an article about how they <clears throat> they filmed Hawaii Five-0 using uh, this TV series. They filmed it using an iPhone. Like, hmm. So I pondered again. I said, let me make a short film. So I got together with my uh, son-in-law, and uh, we uh, let's make it a medieval fantasy. Ah. <laughs> so we we purchased some prosthetics. We uh, built our own uniforms through Hobby Lobby and crafted some stuff. And uh, you know, and then we shot the film in uh, forty-five minutes, hour-long film, which without any commercials. So with commercials, it'd be an hour and a half, almost the size of a movie. And uh, realized it was very difficult. And it, only a few eyes have seen it. It's not published because we lack the uh, sound quality to, <laughs> to make it a good film. But, uh, and then we get to the point where, I'm sorry if I'm going too long, but uh, we get to a point now where three years ago, you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book for my grandkids. Do you hate crime? Do you like money? Then call Crime Stoppers and help us arrest bad guys. By providing information that leads to an arrest or solves a felony case, you can earn up to $2,000. Call 254-753-HELP, which is 4357 for those of you that don't remember the good old days of texting. And additionally, you can now call Star Star Tips, which is way easier to remember. If you call Star Star Tips, it'll connect you to somebody in the area. And then when you hang up, it'll send you a text message where you can add additional information as you get it. Help us solve crime and make up to $2,000 in the process. That's right. By sending in a tip, it's completely anonymous. And if it leads to an arrest, you could earn up to $2,000 in a reward. And just to remind you all, tipping ain't snitching. Heck yeah. From rock band to filming to writing, you got a creative side to you. Yeah, yes, and I think <laughs> it's important to have it. Help copes, uh, it helps you cope with the, the everyday stressors and, uh, you know, they, they always say, and I've read a few uh, books in the psychology when I went to school, that they, you know, they talked about the, the, the importance of humanities to people in general. Uh, they don't make films just because they make films. They, sure. make, they make films because it, it helps people deal with the daily stressors of having to live together. And, and then, you know, so, um, I mean, that's not the main reason why I do it, but that's, I think I find it fun and entertaining, but. I started writing a book for the grandkids. wasn't taking it really serious at the beginning, and it's okay. And then I got, I fell in love with it, and I, I discovered creative writing, which was a, a hard transition 
from a professional writing. I was going to say, from police writing mm-hmm. to creative writing. Yeah. Very different. Yes. And at the fir- <laughs> yeah, in the first those. manuscript, you can <laughs> see the glaring, like, okay, uh, you know, a, uh, the uh, knife was sitting on the floor <laughs> and uh, from the door, from the front door, it was six feet from the floor. You know. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. So they looked at it like, okay. So it was, it was a tough transition, but in, in the end, I enjoyed it. And then uh, fellow, uh, fellow officers and family and friends said, Put me in the book. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> Put me in the book. All right. <laughs> so, every, every, so now I got 50-some characters in the book. Oh, and my goodness. Yes. And it, the series is going. I'm on fourth book, and then I'll be, I'll, I will be completed with the series. And, um, you know, I will, I will probably write a murder mystery. Oh. With I a little like bit of that. sci-fi. Yeah. With a little bit of sci-fi in right, it. Right, right. So you just uh, released your third book, is that correct? And mm-hmm. then you're writing your fourth one right now? Mm-hmm. And so what? Uh, what's the book called? The Gathering. And I, uh, The Gathering, and then you have the, well, book one, The Gathering, Quest for the Steel. Book two, Gathering the Hoggernaut Wars. Uh, Hoggernaut's a created uh, creature. But, uh, and book three is uh, The Gathering, The Knights of Salvation. And book four is to be announced but uh the, yeah so book one is uh i call it the gathering because it seems like every time something happens in the world whether good bad or indifferent whatever whatever decisions are made in the world it usually takes a gathering mm. and then so i i sometimes i have a little bit of a moral messaging in the books and a little bit of spirituality uh, my last book review i just received uh, a couple of days ago actually on book three uh Got the full blown four out of four stars, and it says that uh, wonderful. Yeah, and they said something spiritual. I like. Okay, I don't know if it's that. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, anyways. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that, yeah, so it just keeps going, and I, I I'm in love with it right now until something happens where uh, you know maybe you guys might say, hey, let's try this. I'll say, okay, let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just kind of bouncing, you know, from yes. from, from thing to thing. Um, and so you know, you said you kind of wrote these the. Uh, these books for your grandkids. How many grandkids do you have? I have uh, about five grandkids. Okay. Five grandkids. Okay. And and, uh, and, and, and so these books, are they, because they're kind of, they're chapter books, right? Mm-hmm. And so are they old enough to read not the chapter yet. books? <laughs> not, not yet, but they will because I think in the, in it, it's not for them to read like, hey, I wrote this book. Here you go. It's when the. Uh, 2090, when the world's changed and we, we've we've uh, moved and uh, migrated to the Mars, <laughs> and we have <laughs> civilizations living on the moon. And sure, uh, yeah. Okay, well, speculating. But <laughs> when, when that happens, uh, that book, they can pick it up and say, hey, your grandfather, great-great-grandfather wrote this book, and your grandmother's in it. And uh. So, That's awesome. So, and I, and I, something I, same thing with the, uh, rock music. Uh, we mm-hmm. have two albums. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm not saying we're great, but uh, we're not horrible. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. So do you like playing music better, filming, or writing? Uh, <laughs> that's tough. You know what? It all depends. It, it, it depends. If, if you're in the rock band with me, you're, in the, uh, you're making a movie with me, you call me up and say, hey, what do you think of this idea? I'll say, let's shoot it. If you call me up and say, hey, I got a gig over at uh, 
at Sixth Street in Austin. Okay, we'll 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 get, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. I don't have a favorite uh, necessary necessarily. But uh, interesting note that each book has one of our songs in it. Okay. Like yeah. the lyrics from it, mm-hmm. or okay. Okay, so you're so kind of like intertwining yeah. the different. Matter of fact, the things. the That's the, awesome. the, uh, the, the the protagonist in the book, the good guy, uh, the main character, he meets these minstrels, and the the name is similar to our name in the rock band, and w- before they part, uh, lead singer will s- sing some the first verse, and, and in the chorus. Uh, I said, now may your uh, may your heart feel strong, and while you trek the mountain, uh, you know, before you, and they leave, so uh, things like that. And yeah. that second book, the same thing. Um, and the third book, I put uh, another song. Little Easter eggs in there. That's kind of nice, though, because uh, you don't have to probably deal with a lot of copyright issues if you wanted to use someone else's lyrics no. like that. Exactly. So that's and easy. Yes, and <laughs> and the, the copyright, I also the. Uh, yeah, but that's something. You know, if you have programs at home when you're wor- when you're writing, you, you they do a copyright and maybe some type of a, um, infringement of some sort. <laughs> Something like this. Oh, sorry, I don't know how to shut my phone off. Okay, maybe I learn how to do that before I. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> okay, let me let me shut it down. All right. Anyways, um, that's it. That's the. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like where I just put little little eggs in there, and um, you know, so some people say it's spiritual, but I, the last reviewer said the, the books seem spiritual. I like, well, they're not necessarily spiritual. And you were saying something about having like fifty people whose names were in your books. Is it like their names specifically, or characteristics where it's like if you're reading the book? Okay. Yeah. So. I'm not gonna say any names, but I'll say there's a character that uh, wanted to be in there and uh, in the book, and uh, I just named him. Uh, his name is uh, uh, his name is David Johnson in real life. Okay, it's not real. I just made that part <laughs> up. His name's David Johnson. I will say, uh, uh, um, David Johansson is the mm, archer, okay. something like that. There and I'll go. take some of the traits like. Uh, He's got a receding hairline. He's dead and he's beardful, and he mm-hmm. sm- smells like rotten meat everywhere <laughs> he walks. Whatever the case may be, him. <laughs> so I was gonna say, so sometimes they might say, "Hey, put me in your book," and then you start writing about him. They're like, "Wait a minute, is that really? Why'd you? Why'd you say you're like you told me to put me in your book? You told me to put you in my book. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> uh, I've only had a couple of those that that, that complain. And, and here's the thing: I don't really write. Yeah, right. So I I just kind of, out of folly, made that Mm -hmm. up there. Uh, I don't really write anything bad necessarily, but there's a chance uh, you could perish because I think the book writes itself. Sure. So some some people in the in the um, author industry they like to do outlines. Chapter one is a prologue, is an epilogue. When they have it, kind of figure out this is what happens here. Well, I don't do that way. I don't do it that way. I kind of just let it roll, and then. I write the first three or four chapters. I'll stop, go back, read the first three or four chapters, stop, go back. So I've read my books. Each time I write, I, re- I read the books probably about 20, 30 times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, in that small time. So you reread it, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to take that uh, knife out of uh, AJ's hand, and put, uh, <laughs> this time I'm going to put something else instead. 
I don't like it. Or sometimes I've come to, I've come to a point where I have to decide because this group of people are going to, well, somebody's got to perish out of them. I can't have mm. 50 people living throughout <laughs> this whole story. Our ride-along program is a great opportunity to get to know what it's like to be an officer for a day. By simply filling out an application, you can ride in a patrol car with an officer on duty to see what it's like to serve and protect your community. You cannot, however, ride if you have an active warrant. The ride-along program is monitored based on COVID-19 cases. Currently, cases have been low enough to reopen this program. And we request that you ride along for a minimum of two hours, and rides are not available on Thursdays. But for additional guidelines on submitting a ride-along request, you can visit the Waco Police Department and ask for a ride-along form. Yeah. Right. So someone has to go, so I will roll a dice here. Mm, Okay. And then I'll write it in there. Interesting. Okay. So, so the story kind of writes itself. Yeah. So that kind of was my next question: was is 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 it easy writing? Is does it kind of just come naturally, or do you have a writer's block? Uh, I haven't <laughs> had a writer's block yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got gotcha. you. But it is getting difficult because the first book's okay. Cat chase dog, dog chase cat. We find a tree. Everybody's happy. Let's go. Right. Second book, now i got to figure out why, why that tree you got there, why that tree's there, why the cat go up there. Then the third third, you know, I'm embellishing a little bit. Uh, but uh, really, it's, it's all about um, the first book was okay. Second book, now the problem is I decided to dabble into history. Oh. So each character has history. Like, there's two characters that, that are police officers here um, that uh, one has turned out to be, has been cursed and massive troll creature, and then he just, he's out trying to, terrorize everybody but then <laughs> he meets the one officer that, uh, that that were were allies at one time and so there's conflict and then uh, so it, it became very emotional time writing that little part and to be quite honest I don't really know them really really personally I just say hey you read the book yeah yeah okay so <laughs> I don't really know them so there's no nothing like me nothing guiding that particular uh, viewpoint but it's a uh, so I, I've m- each one has history, so if I want to, I can write a book about that characters and how they came to that. I can. So there's several little branches uh, yeah. that are not resolved. Sure. Just like little little spinoffs of little what spin-offs. you've, so th- you've it, introduced it a little go. teaser of, but now we're going to develop into a whole another book. It, it continues. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It continues to go. There's all all just about every character has some type of teaser spinoff uh, history, but the problem is I. Because I was playing around with it, I had to actually start coming <laughs> up with the history. Right, and it, right. I have to start coming up with different worlds and different lands. Because it just started with just a little area on a map. Mm-hmm. And then I'm so okay, let's put a village there. Okay. This, so it's, then you're starting to get – third book was a little more difficult. It took me about a year to write that one. Uh, but that's the to me, it's the best book because it's really – and that's the one that's got the four four. Right, but even a year doesn't even seem very long. No. Yeah, the first two was written in about a year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so it's not really the fourth one. Uh, in the middle, of, like I said, middle of audiobooks and writing fourth ones, it's hard to. Uh, so I'll let it rest for a second, mm-hmm. then reread it and say I'm at like chapter five or six. Reread it and say, okay, let's try this maybe, or let's go with this. Interesting. Uh, so you just keep going, and um, I do it on my off time. Uh, yes, I do investigate your burglaries if you have them, so <laughs> don't don't uh, don't sweat it. <laughs> okay, uh, I do it on my off time, and um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, 
Very good. Where does the inspiration come from? To to because uh, uh, usually when I mean people are creative, it just kind of comes naturally, right? But is is there any sort of inspiration that stems some of the stories? Yeah, I, I guess it would be. A, there's a theme, I guess, with it that would kind of match Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Okay. I've had people who read it told me it's, it's like a mix between Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, which fine, I, I'll take that as a compliment. And sure, why not? Uh, but really, if I had to be honest with you, and I'm uh, this is going to sound really weird. Are you no, ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Always. It's a mix between Lord of the Rings, Gilligan's Island, Star Trek, and Battlestar Galactica. I love it all. That's amazing. That's it. If, you, if, if, you, if you're able to make a stew of that, that, w- that would be it. Okay. That, has that sounds awesome. That does it not does. sound weird at one bit. You said Gilligan's <laughs> Island. I said that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's, it's, that's it's, what got my attention, too. It's like, okay, so there's a humor element. Yeah, and we got Star yeah, Trek. There's, there's a humor. I like there's it. small humor. And uh, if you watch little Gilligan's Island, because uh, as a young kid, when I got out of school, high school or middle school, I'd watch it, you know, like every 4.30 oh, yeah. every, every day. Uh, there's always an adventure. Yeah. The intent is always good. Mm-hmm. And there's always some adversarial... Uh, decisions that had to be made, and ultimately everybody stood for their foundation of where they stand. And when it comes to the skipper, has to try to be in charge, and you know everybody stood there. There, there, uh, everybody had their moral compass. And right. S- and very few of them waver, but to make the show come out, you have to waver a little bit. But then it kind of kind of revert back. Because let's be real, all of us would have drowned in Gilligan by now if you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm the Gilligan of the group, so I don't really feel comforted by that. <laughs> well, <I'm> that scares <laughs> me. No, he has a purpose. Yes. Maybe it, that's why they haven't drawn me yet. Because, because, because of his collective uh, bad decisions, he brings the others together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, uh, in the end, they get rescued, and yeah. it's, it's him that who helps them get rescued. Exactly. Yeah. Just have to keep reminding people <laughs> I'm of that. I'm still saying it. <laughs> three, four weeks, no, uh, three, four weeks into the uh, shipwreck, I'm drowning the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more mistake, buddy, you're well, done. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, no, my but, goodness. Uh, yeah, anyways, it's, it's kind of like that. It's like a, a hop, hodgepodge of uh, mm-hmm. little stuff. That's great. That's awesome. So now you said you took about a year to write the third one and, and about a year to write the other two. So it's kind of been very recent since you started – uh, pushing these stories out and publishing them, mm-hmm. but has writing always been in the back of your mind? Just uh, a humanity thing. Yeah. Again, if if uh, if you come up and say, "Hey, let's let's write a story together," I say, "All right, you write the first chapter, send it to me, email, and I'll write the second chapter." Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you bring up anything that that humanity's based, hey, you guys want to go try to make a sculpture of a of a phoenix coming out of the ashes and we'll put it in front of the police department. Well, uh, sure, let's take a look and see how we do that. <laughs> and I'll research a little bit to figure out how to do that. Right. And, you know, and I, of course, this is, I'm going to be quite frank, it, there's a lot of bumps in the road there when writing. Because when you do creative writing, it's difficult. Uh, it, it was a difficult transition at first. Uh, so th- it wasn't as easy as me saying it is right now. I, right. I had to sit down and say, after I did the first manuscript, I'm like, <sighs> looked at it. Because I actually just paid a company to, hey, could you make this into a book? Because I didn't take it serious. And they made it into a book, oh. but they also published it for me. Like, ah, oh, I wish they didn't have published it, but they did. Regardless, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I had to rehash things, kind of figure out right. what am I doing here now. And then 
study some more. And then it got to a point now where I have uh, other authors in the uh, across the world that send me stuff to, hey, could you read the three chapters and tell me what you think? Wow. I said, oh, sure. That's really cool. Yeah, sure. And I'll be honest with them. Like, I had a lady, several, uh, I'd say one lady in particular, but who she's writing a murder mystery novel. She's been writing it for 15 years. Oh, my gosh. And she she's, she's in yeah. chapter, she's like chapter eight. So she sends me, because Kat, she found out I'm a law enforcement somehow. I don't know how, but they someone, she goes, I, I know you're a police. Could you send, look over my stuff, tell me how accurate it is? All right. <laughs> like, well, if you want to get really accurate, yeah, I guess. No, no, no I don't want to get really accurate. <laughs> hey, yeah. Okay, a lot of typing, a lot of uh, paper <laughs> shuffling. Right. No, I, no, yeah. No, so I, you know, so I get those all the time. And now, uh, publisher wants me. I have a a, a meeting in India uh, that I have to attend to. Uh, Dang. It's a uh, with some publishers and some people in the media world of filming. That's cool. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> You're like, nah, it's whatever. So, no, it's not, it's not <laughs> Did I catch correctly that it was like it was supposed to just you want it printed for your grandkids and then it got published and has that basically like an inadvertent publishing turned it into a, a thing for you now? No, that's or? that's that's my mistake of not understanding the publication world. Mm. So if I had okay. any advice for anybody who writes books, don't automatically my whole intent was to pay to get the book made. Yeah, and and they come up with stuff. Yeah, we'll 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 publish it, or they said we'll publish it, and then that they would. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 put it up there uh, on on let's say Amazon. I said, all right, fine. You know, I don't care, right? You know, I'm not trying to sell books. You know, I, but when they once they published it, and and I, I realized overriding book two that man book one like brain wreck. <laughs> so let me let me. Yeah. I had to go back and re- rewrite. Book one to a point where it's fixed, to where I liked it at least, uh, to a point where it's uh, I can consume it with a little bit of sleep at night, and then uh, there you go. I, I did that, all said and done, and uh, there you go. Well, well, yeah. very nice. So now on the reverse side of that, because it was like you said, it was hard to go from law enforcement writing to maybe creative writing. Now, are your reports a little bit more? Uh, exciting or, or <laughs> a little more creative? Yeah, I was, was going to say. Do you get any comments from your no. from your sergeant about you? you kind of you write a lot, or do you know how to turn it off? No, I, I, I keep I keep creative words uh, out of writing. Yeah. Just keep it uh, matter of fact, just the facts, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. You can have that separation because yesterday I was going flying and I called to get a briefing, and I started using the police alphabet because I've been working mm-hmm. here more than I've been flying lately, and I said. Uh, said, Lincoln, you know what that means. And the lady was like, sorry, sir, what did you say? And I was like, Lincoln, like L, Lincoln? And I was like, crap. Yeah. That's the wrong phonetic alphabet. Oh, man. So kudos to you being able to turn that on and off. <laughs> well, it's, um, report writing it is what it is. And, and uh, if, if you, you know, just don't bloviate and embellish, you're, you're good. Just state the, what you understand and learn. And, uh, and evidence is important. You know, sure that's is. It, that's, that's where it all, that's where it all stems from. And if you can report it as such, then uh, no. So it's not difficult. It's not now. It's uh, it was difficult going into creative writing, <laughs> but not from that. Point. The Waco Police Department crime-free housing program is designed to build a partnership between police and owners or managers of rental properties to keep drugs and other illegal activity off property. 
This program calls on management to make steps toward providing a clean and safe living environment for the citizens of Waco by asking them to spend a little time and a little money to benefit their residents. This will also benefit the property managers as well. For more information on the crime-free housing program, visit the Waco Police Department website at wacopolice.com. Hey, it's not difficult anymore. You're going to work on your fourth book. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. And already talking about future plans. Exactly. So. Do you yeah, do you have any plans to to stop the series, start a new series? The, series, the fourth book is the end. Fourth book's the end. Okay. I've already got a climatic ending and everything's set. All right. Um, I just got to feel the uh, Inside, but yeah, it's just the ending's here, it's Very coming, good. okay. And then I'll go into the murder mystery, which will have a little bit of a spirituality involved in it, and then mm-hmm. some sci fi. Um, yeah, interesting. Maybe Skipper and Gilligan, we don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> Skipper, no, <laughs> Skipper and Gilligan would be yeah, exactly different ways that Gilligan got murdered, but then like. Almost like a Groundhog Day. He, exactly. He's back again to cause trouble tomorrow. Well, kind of. Uh, and I don't want to really elaborate on it, but it's going to be something where uh, a spiritual being will, will come down and cause chaos among the uh, evil at heart. Mm. And it'll be these two detectives trying to figure out why the, the evil at heart are perishing. So he must, the investigation continues, the forensic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everything goes to, goes to full belt, and they can't figure out how, uh, you know, this is happening. They come to find out in the end when they're, they they catch up with the person and uh, and the person basically uh, produces angel wings or something or something like that. Oh, I am sure. Sure. And then the, that person will then disappear. Yeah. Okay. Sounds intriguing. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I like the, it. The epilogue will be even better is when uh, then we'll fast forward somewhere in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, he's sitting there at a tru- truck stop. The lady says, "Yeah, hey, you want some more coffee?" And, and he'll say, "Yes, of course." So he's there to clean up Albuquerque. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Next city. Okay. <laughs> Something weird like that. Yeah, I like okay, it. Okay, that's not set in stone, so hey, that's copyrighted right there in 2022 pornography. There you go, exactly. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap right. it up, um, I always like to ask this question. Uh, stereotypes. You know, people mm-hmm. all have their stereotypes about law enforcement, police mm-hmm. officers. What's something that you'd like to debunk for the community? Mm. Or change their perspective on something. Okay, well, how about something, one serious and one not so serious. How's that? Is that sure. okay? Sure, I like it. Okay. Uh, not so serious. Okay. The reason why donuts, the stereotype of donuts in the police <laughs> is because way back when, when everything closed at 6 p.m., at midnight shift, the officer would be found at the bakery because that's the only place open at 4 o'clock in the morning. So if you want to find a police officer, you'll find him at a donut shop or there the bakery. There you go. Okay. Everybody got that out of the way. Yes. Okay. This <laughs> tasty morsel of Is information. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now the. Uh, it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think the biggest one that, that I uh, that makes me uh, the biggest one I think I, I don't really particularly care for. I mean, I don't get upset about it, but it's a uh, police officers don't wake up every morning and say, "Hey, man, who can I screw with?" They usually get up in the morning and say. Where's my coffee? And, okay, what beat do I have? Or where am I going? Sure. Uh, what are we having problems at? So uh, there's, no, there's no secret nefarious star chamber full of uh, police officers figuring out how they can cause uh, ill will upon people. So if there is, uh, someone should write about it and maybe report it to the FBI because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
So and so ultimately, I think most officers are just regular people, regular mm-hmm. good people that just want to do their service, do what they can to help whomever they can have help. Um, and uh, nobody wakes up with nefarious beha- behavior and wanting to cause carnage to anybody. That's right. We're just writing books and making music. As part of it, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> and eating donuts. Well, I don't eat donuts, by the way. Oh, see, he look oh, at that. See. Not everyone eats okay. donuts. Well, well, if my granddaughter says five years old, she tells me, "Papa, let's go get some donuts." I say, "All right, let's go." <laughs> so she tells me, "All right," but I don't really eat them like on, on time. But right, right. Those are those are probably the yeah. stereotypes that I don't particularly. Right. It's not necessarily, you know, like you said, how can we ruin someone's day, but how can we help someone? How can sure. We, how can we bring justice to this person? That An officer is showing up to duty because either A, he has a commitment to the obviously the mission that the, the p- department has, and the mission statement is there. It's there for everybody to see. Uh, they they want to do uh, goodwill towards people. And they're, they're, the taxpayers are paying for you to help with the, the protect you know, property and criminal acts against uh, another person. And, um, you know, they do that. It's, it's a tough job, but, it, but it's a rewarding job, uh, you know. And you, you'll feel the reward and the, um, you know, the accolades behind it. But just by just doing, uh, having a, you know, a righteous approach to policing. And the best thing about policing I like, is like the military, is there's accountability. Most people don't think there's accountability. There is accountability amongst your peers. It isn't. Be, it isn't beyond one de- police officer to say, "Hey, hey, hey, okay, you can't, you can't, you can't go that route." Right. So you, there, there's an internal uh, accountability. There's also the professional accountability through IA. So there's a lot of accountability in the military. The same way, um, you, we we kept each other accountable for our behaviors. And if if something was to ever get to the point where it's getting crazy. Someone steps in and stops it. It's like that. Very good. That's the real life. Mm-hmm. Not fake. I like it. Well, Detective Hacker, thank you so much for joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. If you don't got anything else, I think we can wrap it up here, yeah? No, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't want to give a pitch to the books, but they're out there. There you go. <laughs> the Gathering. The Gathering. The Gathering. <laughs> there we go. The Gathering. <laughs> right. Appreciate it. Yes, thank yeah, you, guys. Thank you. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving 